the IT Podcast will begin in 3, 2, 1. What's up, peoples? Welcome back to the Insomniac Tendencies Podcast. Got the hefty with me again. A blah. And just me and him. We ran everyone else out. One person was a guest and they spread the word, so. <laughs> Never again. Uh, how have you been, Hefty? Good, man. How have you been? Good. All right. Uh, hop right into the topic of the week. All the glorious Japanese games that have came out uh, just over the course of this generation. It's just fantastic. It's kind of crazy because during like the PS3 360 era, almost no Japanese. Yeah, it was dark times. Yeah, it was. It was like if you wanted to play a, any sort of Japanese game, I mean, you had like Demon Souls and uh, I don't know what else really. Like I mean, the like Tell series. That was kind of was it. A, a hand, well, there was also like. Uh, like Final Fantasy thirteen, yeah, know, like those three clusterfucks. Nino Cooney, but that was a one-time thing. Um, right, the Tales right. games played. I played uh, two of them. I, I mean, they're good games, but literally, I played them because that's kind of all you could get, you know. But like, I mean, and th- those are just like the only ones that we can remember in like an entire generation. I was like, just gonna bring that up. Yep. <laughs> Think about everything that's already come out and like, you know. I think almost just this year has been better than the entire PS3 life cycle. It's just, it's just there's, it. I really am in liking it because it's kind of breathing a fresh air into a style of game. Not even a style of game, but just like games that, that I've always loved. Like a lot of uh, Japanese games that come over here are usually very uh, story rich and story driven. Yeah, and those are those are some. It's like it's my favorite style of game. So I think it's fantastic. How to go turn off my AC? Nothing but quality <laughs> around this podcast. Exactly. <laughs> um. Yeah, the story-driven and what? Well, story-driven, like, story-rich. Yeah. And uh, this year has been insane. Well, kind of the whole generation. Like, I still have so much I want to backtrack to and so much still coming out. I mean, Persona, obviously. I'm way deep into that game now. And Um, I also... Another thing that I'm liking about it is it's giving the opportunity for some of these older games that we really enjoyed from the past um being reworked and like being re-released and uh getting to experience them because i i always enjoy going back you know you know me going back and playing old games and um it's kind of i think breathing enough life into it where you know some of the more popular ones you know they can justify reworking and bringing them back out and i'd like to see that yeah, that, because, um, I mean, yeah, also there's been re-releases of games, too. Um, even stuff like Last Guardian finally came out after, what, fucking 28 years? 
something um, like that. A lot of underplayed stuff, too. Like, I know you haven't played Gravity Rush, I and I didn't play the first one until, and that was a Vita game, actually. Um, and then Gravity Rush 2, and phenomenal. I can't wait to get into Gravity Rush 2 after Persona stops, you know, consuming my entire life. Right, right. Um, you got Nino Cooney coming, Hot Shots Golf, fucking finally. As skeptical as I am about that game, I already got that on pre-order. Right, I feel. Got, you know, the Bloodborns, the... Um, and then still on top of that, like, all the Tales games, the, uh, like, Altair games, um, Monster Hunter. Uh, even, like, a lot of games, too, that did come out during the PS3 generation didn't make their way to the West, and you see a more prominent push for that, for those games to come to the West more. Right. So it's uh, there's almost too many, and you don't even see a lot of, like, hype around them as far as advertising or anything like that. They're not prominent at E3's press conferences or... Be expected, though. Although, you know, like, I wouldn't say there's too many, because... I mean, it just means that later you can go back and, and play them. Like, it, it's not like, because right, I mean, right now, not, well, not right now, but like for so long, I was kind of in this slump of not knowing what I wanted to play and just like playing games because I kind of enjoyed them instead of, you know, want, like seeing anything that I'm interested in playing. So the fact that there's so many out means that even when I burn through a game or, you know, when I'm done experiencing one, I get to move on to the next one. Like there's a stockpile of things I can go back to. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I I say too many as in there's a lot of great, well, I feel like this generation just in general has produced a lot of good games and, and like in a high quantity. Right. And the fact that typically Japanese games are the, you know, 80 hour games. Um, yeah, just not enough time. Like I said, there's still a lot I want to play that came out just this year, like Nier and Neo and Gravity Rush 2 that I haven't even got to yet. Right. Um, let, like, let alone uh, the ones that are still coming. So, like, I do want to get um, the new Dragon Quest, which I don't think has a release date yet over here, but hopefully soon. That's another like another series I've always been fond of. I've only played one so ever on PS2, but um, I remember enjoying it. So I, I'm glad I would be happy to hop back into it. It's definitely more old school too, so which I don't mind. Right. As far as like mechanics and stuff go. Um, no, it's just it's it's kind of absurd that the Japanese games have made such a huge resurgence and. They must be doing well enough, even though they're not marketed that well. Uh, they must be selling well enough over here. Uh, I I think, um, you know, it, it's not the game that... Really, a lot of games like that aren't, I think, in the younger generation, like, they had their style of games. And, you know, our older generation, we liked a different kind of game. So I, even though they're not marketed well, they're not marketed to, I th- you know, it's the games that people like us are going to look for. Yeah, maybe. Well, I'm almost positive Nino Cooney uh, got a sequel for how well it sold in the West. I think particularly Europe. Because um, I don't think it sold that well in Japan. But 
Um, also the factor that maybe the fact that a lot of these games are coming to PC now, which they had never before, and the fact that uh, once again um, Sony's on top of the console market early on, which typically their player base skews more towards those type of games. I feel. Where like the Microsoft fan base skews more towards you know the Maddens and the Gears of War and the Call of Duties and stuff. Right. So maybe a combination of that and there's been a lot of stuff coming to PC too which had never came to PC in the past so I'm sure that doesn't hurt uh, their sales either. I think that's a huge bonus for them. So it's a great it's just, move. It, it, yeah, and it's just awesome to see that variety and so much choice in games right now. Like, right? There's really something for everyone, and maybe that's why it makes it hard for someone like me. It's because I, I have a, you know, a vast uh, interest, uh, like a vast diversity in the type of games I like. So, right. Um, no, I'm, I'm the same way. To keep up. I mean, fuck. I got next week. Um, well, so Patapon just came out. Oh, another Japanese game. <laughs> Love me some Patapon. But I've only been able to put like five or six hours into that. Um, and then Uncharted comes out uh, next week. And then Hot Shots Golf the week after. And then I got the white PS4 Pro coming with Destiny the week after that. And it's like, you know, just a month and a half straight of fucking games I want to play. And just not the time. No, I feel. I've got all the time in the world, Derek. Don't worry, I'll play them for you. <laughs> but it's refreshing. It's it, uh, you know maybe another hundred hours when I'm done with Persona. Right. The game's gonna suck the life out of me. I love that fucking game. <laughs> but I mean, I don't. I don't really have anything else to say other than it's just refreshing to see it and. I've been um, waiting for it for a long time, honestly. And just just the choice and the diversity. There's something for everyone. It's it's refreshing. And even a lot of the Japanese games are kind of uh, changing, you know? Like Bloodborne got huge and uh, the Dark Souls and Demon Souls. And right. Gravity Rush is quite different. And then, like, a Monster Hunter is coming to console and to the West? Like, what? Well, I I think another big bonus for them, at least, uh, I'm not like they. I'm not saying that they've never made games like that, but um, you know, in the past there wasn't a whole lot of game like Japanese games that came out in the West like that. So it's refreshing to see kind of like more of a diversity of the games that are coming over now. Yeah, there's even a bunch I had haven't even mentioned that. Like, I've never played, or some of them I've never heard of. I'll see an article, I'm like, oh, what's this? So, or you get, you know, like the smaller series, like Tells, all of them are... And a a lot more of these games are coming out um, either the same day as they did in Japan or very shortly after. Uh, Right. Let's not count Persona in that, (laughs) but... But a lot right. of them are coming out to where, like, in the past, I know the Tells games, like, on PS3, um, when I played Zillia and Zillia 2, 
they came out like six months apart because they had been out for like four years already in Japan. Right. Like it's, uh, it's kind of like most of your normal global, global sellers where it's like within days of each other. Yep. For the most part. So, I mean, you still get, like I said, even if it is different, it's not that long. Like persona wasn't too, too long. And, um, hopefully dragon quest won't be either. And right, right. it's slipping my tongue right now, but I believe there was one that came out like a week before in the U.S. before it did in Japan. I I can't think of the title right now, though. Which is kind of crazy. <laughs> That's right. what you're known for, Derek. Come on. I guess you see that market uh, just kind of uh, shift. Like, fuck, the PS4 came out PS4. in the West before it did in Japan, which is absurd. <laughs> <laughs> but no it's good it's a good thing it's a good thing for gamers it's a good thing for uh, just games in general I agree I mean that's you know one of the prim- primary reasons why I owned a PS3 and now a PS4 is for that diversity of lineup and now it's insane so I mean just even even just like talking about owning Playstation in general for me I, I think like Going all the way back to like PlayStation One, I got I think three games all at the same time. Uh, one was like Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. Of course. Uh, <laughs> right. I mean, like everybody had it. All right. Um, you know that uh, t- I think it's Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Two on Metacritic is like the second highest rated game of all time. Is it <laughs> something like that? Retarded like that? I don't know. Yeah, it was it was that uh, Crash Bandicoot, and okay. that's I want to pick up the uh, the uh, collection for PS4. At I think some I point, might. but that'll but, probably uh, be like when it's a dead and it's like ten bucks. I'll pick it up. I think, uh, and then uh, after that, it was like uh, Final uh, Final Fantasy nine i think like when when i when i got my own console like i i pl- obviously i played playstation games prior to that and yeah. me and my me and my buddy like j- just japanese talking about Jack- japanese games in general like we'd hang out damn near like every other day and we'd play through final fantasy games and just burn through and you know when i finally got my own playstation it was crash bandicoot tony hawk and like Final Fantasy Nine, like it's why I bought it was for Final Fantasy. Okay, or uh, why I had my parents buy it for me. So, so are are you on the Final Fantasy Seven or Final Fantasy Nine? Nine, Nine's like better. which is the better of the two? Final yeah. Fantasy Nine. Okay, hands down. Okay, you're not alone. Hey, I, I feel like that's the less popular answer, but I have heard it before, so. Right. Typically, those are going to be like your two answers for longtime Final Fantasy players. Yeah. I think I I love both of them, but I think for me, there's kind of like uh, with Final Fantasy Nine, you get kind of like a high fantasy feel, which has been something that I've always been interested in. Whereas with Final Fantasy Seven, it was kind of more of like. like more like modernized you know characters that had 
guns for arms and you know so like that I, for me it would definitely was kind of like that high fantasy thing is why I love the game so much uh and why like still today it's probably my favorite out of the entire Final Fantasy franchise <clears throat> Okay. Uh, that makes sense. I, uh, yeah, just personal preference type thing. Right. Um, yeah, I think, I think I'm good with the, the Japanese talk. I could talk a lot longer, but it, it'd be getting game specific and stuff. Right, right. Um, no, I'm excited. There's a lot still to come. I need to convince some people to get Hot Shots Golf so I have people to play with since it is like community based now. So right. hopefully it shouldn't be too too hard. It's only thirty bucks if you get it off Amazon, like thirty one dollars. Right. Well, if you have Prime, so um, yeah, fun game to fuck around on. But all right, so our next topic, I'm kind of more curious what you have to say on this one. You go first, then I'll, then I will go after you. Okay. <laughs> Do you already have your three? You just pre-planned? Because I don't really. It's not super hard for me. Like there okay. are two, there are two solid ones. Okay. That, and well, then, you like, already know the first one I'm gonna say. My top one. Gonna be Death Note. Yes, by far, far and large, Death Note. Love Death Note. Um, I've got a lot of people into anime because of Death Note. Like that was the first thing I've got them to watch. Um, right. I initially read the the manga before anything. I was buying the books as they came out, like the um, little manga books from, uh, what was that store called? Um, Suncoast Video, I think, which I don't think exists anymore. They were in malls. Um, They carried a lot of very, very expensive anime. (laughs) I think that's where I got the books. I'm not sure. I know I got a lot of movies from there. I might have just got the books from a bookstore close by, but um, yeah, I started on that. Was watched all the uh, subs as they came out, like every week, like just fan subs, because right, it was a lot. It was like a day before someone fan subbed them, rather than you know waiting. Right, and then yeah, got a lot of my buddies into it. Uh, got a girlfriend into it. She got like hardcore. Uh, we even watched the freaking the live action uh, um, animes. I fell asleep through them, and she watched both of them. <laughs> um, no, it's it's by far my favorite. It's the first half is clearly better than the second. Um, I'm not gonna watch the abomination that is the Netflix one that just got released. I'm never gonna watch that. Fuck that. I made the I'm, mistake of watching the Dragon Ball Z movie and it scarred me for life. So I've been let down far too many times with live action anime movies. Yep, not gonna happen. So and yeah. I mean it doesn't take place in Japan from what I understand. And then they're just like changing people's race just to change them, and it's not in Japan. So like Light's not Japanese, and L's um, not European, and um, 
I don't know. It's it's weird. The uh, I watched the trailer. It did it did not look good. I just don't like people changing like the core aspect of characters, like the Dragon Ball Z movie. God awful. That wasn't Goku. The person was named Goku. It had nothing to. It wasn't his person. You know. It wasn't his personality. It wasn't who he was as a character. And so I don't like that. No, so my problem is, is is rather than make a movie based on it, why the fuck don't you make something in that universe but do a do your own story and then you can do whatever the fuck you want. You know what I mean? Hey, I've, just, I've been like a firm believer in like, if you're going to do something, do it right. Do something that like everybody, like, don't take something and be like, oh, well, we can change this or that or this or that. Like, no, that's that's not what 99.9% of these people want. If you're going to make a live action movie, make the fucking live action movie. Make the, yep. make the fucking anime. Yeah, exactly. Like, Jesus, Jesus Christ. Like, it, it's pretty it, simple. It happens, and it'll sell a lot. <laughs> It even happens in like all kinds of like like in comic book movies too. They change all kinds of shit. Like, and I'm not even just talking about like like the race of of a character. Like, it's just like oh, no, they, I'm, they I'm change. talking about their core personality. Right. No. Like, like I, I just felt like I needed to like put emphasis Clarify on that. that. Just yeah, like yeah. Per, like personality and just like like everything. Like they'll change like key story parts or like they'll leave huge story parts out. One of Mm-hmm. And what I was saying too wasn't the race. It's like it doesn't take place in Japan. Like just to clarify this too, I read like the the book too of like L's past and stuff, and like you're changing that core character and like what made that character what he is, you know. And so you're right. moving out of Japan, which is kind of a big deal in Death Note. Like a lot of you know the the story plots and all that. Like Japan has a big thing to do to deal with that, like the right. culture in Japan, and you know, the, uh, I mean, just kind of the area and all that stuff. So, yeah, I just wanted to clarify that. Keep going. But no, like it's just kind of like in the like you know anime movies or Marvel movies or just like movies in general, when like you ca- like you change these core things that like def- define these characters, and it's yes, like that's, that was my point. even 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 going as far as like you know like in uh, like Marvel and DC movies, like there are often like different variations of that superhero. They're not even fucking doing that. They're like making up their own fucking thing, and it's like everybody's like in the dark like what the hell is happening yeah i I feel like that's kind of why the uh the comic book based ones can get away with that a little more because there are so many different iterations and they can like grab something from over there and over there and then throw in their own slice so um i see why people are pissed off about it but uh i think they kind of have a little more freedom in that regard you know because in another couple years there's going to be another variation of that same character so Right, but I'm I'm just saying like, no, no, I, don't, I'm agreeing with you. <laughs> yeah, don't don't take something and change it because that's what you want. Like, yeah. like I said, I, this... I feel like I feel like it's so important in in an industry like that, especially when you're you're making a movie based off 
characters that people know and people know the story and love the story and it, you're just changing it it's like you in something like that you have to give the like the people what they want cuz that's that's what the whole that's what movies are about or like making something for people to enjoy like you know it if you want your own fucking story, write your own fucking story. Don't take something that people know and change it. Yeah. Yeah. That was my point. Uh, like I would rather see something. You can base something in that universe, you know, for the, the Netflix death note thing. You can have the, the, the universe that the death note exists and tell your own story through that with your own characters. I would be more apt to watch that then watch you just fuck up all the characters in the show. I still think that would be like a huge slap in the face. Like I said, like... I don't think it'd be that. I think I, I would like that a lot gonna, better. If you're going to do it, do it right or don't do it at all. That's my opinion. I mean, That's I'm my... all apt for stories within the same universe, but like different sets of characters. I was actually hoping if they made a Last of Us sequel, that's what it would be, but... Right. Um... That and yeah, I agree on the core character thing. Like, the simplest one to point out is look at Dragon Ball Z. Like, everyone knows who Goku is. They've seen him for fucking 500 episodes through an anime. And then, like, you make a movie and he's literally a little bitch that complains. Huh? If anyone knows right. Goku as a core character, like, uh, bitch is not like a key a key word you would use to describe him. He's all in for things come easy to him. He works his ass off. He's really happy-go-lucky, you know. So I I agree in that sense. But we just right. spent a lot of time on <laughs> my first anime. That's yeah. okay. Um, so yeah, give me one. Um, I would definitely have to say uh, Yu Yu Hakusho. I mean, oh, I've, I've been oh. rewatching it again. Okay. I mean. Even now that like all of the story arcs still still hold up, like tried and true. Loved it when I was a kid. Loving rewatching it. I just think that overall it was really well done. Um, I mean that's that's like definitely one of the ones that like I was really into when I was a kid. Like one of the the first real anime is that like. You know, I watched it every day, or yeah. every like every time it came out. Yeah, same here. I I loved it. I love the card game. Probably my favorite CCG or TCG um, of all time. Even though it was kind of a little bit unbalanced and broke, it was just the mechanics behind it. But sidetrack again. <laughs> um, no, the right, show. Right. One of my favorite things is like even though Yusuke is the main character. He's not like he's not necessarily the one that's always coming out on top. You know, like Naruto, it's always Naruto, like you know he's gonna come out on top. Like Yusuke gets the shit kicked out of him quite a bit and Oh right. Um, there's other heroes throughout the series that, you know, if they didn't partake then Um, you know, they would have been unsuccessful. So and the full cast, I love the full cast. Other than Kuobara, he's a bitch. <laughs> He's not a bitch. That's a bad word. He's a fucking... He's a fucktard. Mentally challenged. Oh, I can't stand him. I, I just love that throughout the 
the series there there it was like very real like obviously it was you know it's set in a world where this stuff can't happen but it's you know that real aspect of like you know like you said in naruto like you know he's going to come out on top like you never really knew it was kind of, it was kind of like refreshing to see something where there wasn't a character like in in other shows like there's a struggle but you know that the character's going to come out on top yeah. whereas this was kind kind of more like you know sometimes you don't yeah pretty much oh i mean fuck it ends with him losing right um and yeah, I think the supporting cast is really, really strong. I like Hie. Kurama. Kurama's my favorite. He is a badass too, though. Well, I, uh, I Genkai get, is awesome. You have like a main character, but they they do a very like good job of kind of highlighting the supporting cast as if like everybody is a main character. Like it's obvious you have your main character, but at the mm-hmm. same time, it's it's kind of like. They're not the supporting cast isn't overshadowed by the main yeah. character. Well, especially later on, like they have their own story arcs. Almost, right. I think there's actually like a full span of episodes where you don't even see Yusuke. You go through Kurama's and Hiei's story arc and Kuwabara's. You don't usually see that too much anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, the villains are really interesting too, like the Genkai um, uh, Tagoro, uh, like juxtaposition. That's really cool. Right. Um, no, it's a good show. Um, I would have to say for my second, um, I'd probably say Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. That was expected. Um, yeah, to clarify, none of the, none of our top threes are ranked when we say I'm like one to the bottom. It's just just a top three, right? But, um. Yeah, I think I like Brotherhood a little bit better than just the regular Full Metal Alchemist. Um, mostly because the ending was better. And I think just kind of mentally, like, the beginning was weaker. But I already had that in my mind because the beginning is the exact same as the regular, the original, you know? The original right. anime, at least. Um, so, I don't know. The ending was so good. Um, it's... I mean, I guess I would kind of have to pick both because it's really cool to see, like, this show that through the first, whatever it is, like, third is identical and how much it branches out and the differences between them. Well, um, the... I find it very Brotherhood interesting. Was, Brotherhood was uh, more canon than the original was. Yeah, because the original stopped following the comic because it got ahead of the comic. Or the manga. Oh, I'm sorry. Someone's going to fucking <laughs> assassinate me for that. Um, Yeah, I would have to say that's my second, though. Very good show. Nice. So I, I like... Uh, I like a lot of the serious undertones on it. Just on kind of... Almost like... Because um, it kind of gets into, like, questioning, like, politics and religion, but not in, like, any sort of the crazy shit going on right now, you know? Just as, like, a fundamental basis and, like, right, how stuff right. works and the juxtaposition between, like, alchemy and science, um, which maybe the original one does better in that regard. Um, 
but yeah i just kind of like those comparisons on how like alchemy uh affects and exist as accordance to science and uh religion and stuff like that i thought it was a really cool uh factor that was very interesting I agree. So maybe that's why i kind of like comparing the two because um it, it's cool to see that uh juxtaposition too so so it's got a lot of things like kind of mesh together that it's very interesting to see how it treats them right but yeah got another one yeah, I mean, I would have to say, uh, for me, another one is uh, Cowboy Bebop. Oh, fuck. Okay. Nice. You're taking uh, all mine up. This is perfect. It's like I got a top five here. <laughs> I love, loved Cowboy Bebop. I mean... I, I some... love that show, too. Oh, my God. You're helping me because my third slot, I was debating... On whether or not I wanted to use um, Yu Hawk Show, Cowboy Bebop, or Dragon Ball Z and uh, Naruto just for like nostalgia's sakes, even though I think <sighs> Dragon Ball Z and Naruto are rather annoying and uh, um, dragged on way too long um, from a nostalgia standpoint. You know, I appreciate them. Right. But yeah, go ahead, Cowboy Bebop. That that was another one for me. Like you know, I've rewatched it recently and it's another one that just really held up um oh my god it was so good and it, it was like all of the characters were interesting all of the you know the enemies were interesting shit just like the overall idea like yeah fuck, space I mean, cowboy you, firefly right oh, the two yeah <laughs> i mean ed was the ed was the shit Ed, you like Dad? Okay. <laughs> I love Dad. Ed was awesome. No, I I agree. Uh, what was the dog's name? Uh, uh, it's been a bit since I watched it. Um, actually, ironically, too, one of the animes that the movie was really, really fucking good. Usually, anime movies are like a fucking throwaway, like non-canon bullshit, you know. Right. The movie have you have you seen the movie? I thought the movie was fantastic. That opening intro song, dude, it's stuck in my head right now as soon as you said Cowboy Bebop, the like ask DNA song. The the opening was the shit. <laughs> oh my god. Might have to rewatch that again. Yeah, I was just thinking the same thing. <laughs> just thinking the same thing. That okay. was that was that was another one where it you know it was kind of uh like like he always kind of came out on top but at the same time like he didn't come out on top you know what I mean Spike um yeah yeah that was another good one at like highlighting the supporting cast too oh for sure they're all great plus Faye's fucking hot so. <laughs> nothing sexier than a woman that can kick your ass <laughs> I'll agree <laughs> <laughs> um okay uh I don't know what I want for my third like I said I just said there's so many 
Um, I'm gonna go with the uh, the Samurai X movies. What movies Which are Samurai X? They're the uh, okay. prequels to Rurouni Kenshin, the anime. Right. Which the anime was good. It had a little too much. You know, I'm an avid hater of like the goofy bullshit in anime. I love it. Like I fucking can't stand it. One of my biggest. Almost all my favorite animes, like, that's one of my biggest complaints. And, uh, um, Samurai X, have you seen it or no? It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's funny that you mentioned that because you're, like, you're not gonna like my third one. Okay. That's fine. You already mentioned two I wanted to put in my top three. So, um, but Samurai X is, it has a whole different art style for one. You wouldn't even know it was the same uh, storyline or had to do with anything, you know? Right, right. Um, and it's it's just a mini series, so it's not long. But um, that's another one I've got a few people to watch because it's very serious toned. It's very uh, um, it's not it's you know it's not a cartoon as a lot of people would think. Uh, growing up right. watching anime, where in my town no one liked anime. Um, right. very serious, very badass. Uh, I love the art style. Um, as opposed to Roroni Kenshin, I didn't really like that art style. Right. Um, I still liked Roroni Kenshin. I mean, obviously I watched it all, so it can't be too bad. But um, Samurai X was amazing. I kind of wish the whole series was like that. It probably would have been my favorite, but no, the prequel was awesome. Okay. Uh, fucking Kenshin just being a fucking badass assassin at like fourteen and fucking people up and. <laughs> then that juxtaposition of how it affects his life and the fact that he didn't feel killing all these people and it kind of comes back on him and like you know he wants to repent for the fact that he slaughtered you know hundreds of people right um, but in a very serious tone I don't know I liked it a lot but yeah nice I mean another one for me it's funny Okay, so I would have to say my third, and just for like nostalgia reasons, and I actually just rewatched it not too long ago. I uh, Trigon. Okay. I I don't um, completely hate. It. I watched it all. There's a lot of stuff I didn't like, but <laughs> it uh, it it was just something like it it had its moments of seriousness but it, you know at the same time there was something something about like the main character like uh just kind of tricking everybody into thinking that he was like a giant goofball when like every like most of what he was doing was like premeditated like yeah. he knew what he was doing yep i i okay so i you said i would hate your choice and i actually don't because of all the shows I've watched, that's the one where I didn't mind it the least because that's how I viewed, like, the show itself, kind of. Okay. Whereas, like, uh, the ones I hate more were, like, it's it's overall serious and then you throw in the random bullshit that just, like, kind of negates that. It's just, like, oh, we were serious and now, like, I don't know. That kind of just goes against the overall storyline story plot. Um that's which, surprising. Yeah, which Trigon does have have its uh, uh serious moments too, but I don't know. Maybe just overall, maybe because that was something I would just watch, like getting off school, like in between, like have an hour 
like it was on Toonami, have an hour and, uh, you know, eat that before I go to football practice or something. Like I wasn't really hardcore into it, so it was a casual thing. Right. But yeah, I'll let you talk about it. I just, no, I mean, I just, I, re- it's, I just really enjoyed it. I don't know. It's, it was one of those things. It, it was goofy, but serious. And, Oftentimes, had a good message. Okay. Yeah, I like Trigon. Love and peace. I I wouldn't even put that in my top <laughs> ten, but <laughs> it was watchable. I mean, I mean, like to be honest, like that was a, a hard choice for me. Just the sheer, like, number of shows that I've watched. I know. I thought you would have some more obscure shit that I didn't know anything about. Like, I... I mean, I could have went with something like um, A Comic A Kill or, you know, something that had comedy in it, but at the same time was like, you're riding the feels train. Or I was I was actually... Gonna, there's a... Because this kind of brings back to the... Um, our talk earlier about... Uh, live action films uh okay. there was an anime that that i watched it called orange um it's about a a kid is is new to school and some kids invite him to take a walk home and uh well his mother dies and you end up finding out later that she's sick and wanted him to come home to go with her to her doctor's appointment and he kind of like flew off the handle because he wanted to hang out with his new friends and told her to quit pestering him. So she ended up killing herself and he blamed himself. So then like, it's kind of like a a flashback and future thing where you find out that he kills himself and you know, his, his friends that he grew uh, very close to end up like sending letters to themselves in the past, telling them, things to do to try to like change the future so he doesn't do it and it's like this like real emotional ride to them like trying to save his life from the future and you know there's oh, it's one of those things i'm gonna have to watch that yeah yeah I, I won't i won't say anymore but um they made a live action for it and like they skipped huge like important chunks oh, of the man. movie yeah or of the show like they like and they got things out of sequence so things happened that weren't in the right order and then like a lot of times you were left like wondering what was going on because like there was no context because these these big chunks of parts were taken out and it's like oh man like it was a huge misfire you know kind of like making a dragon ball dragon ball not z movie and Krillin's not even fucking in it Yamcha is? He gives a fuck about Yamcha. Love Yamcha. (laughs) Um, okay, and hop to the news. Alright. Um, I don't really have a lot to say about a lot of it, but, uh... Yeah, Uncharted's coming out? I saw that, uh, what is it, June 20th? Uh, next Tuesday. Well, yeah, it's the 20th, isn't it? Sure. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know what day it is yet. Well, fuck. Uh, 
No, I'm well, excited no, for it. Uh, it's a night dog game, obviously. So wait, it won't. It, I'm like, we're in August, and I said June, so I'm way off. See, I didn't even don't mind. It, so <laughs> don't mind me. I'm fucking high. So I'm not any better. I didn't even notice that. Oh my god! Listen, professional. <laughs> this is how we roll around here. Listen, people, I don't need to take your shit. I'm a professional. I know. <laughs> no, I mean, that's cool. I know it's something that you're excited for. Yeah, um, I, I'm excited to see what people say. I mean, it's... I've never been the biggest Chloe fan, as you know. I actually don't like her, but I'm still going to get the game. Uh, Chloe's number one. I've seen some early review leaked from some website I've never heard of, and they complained about how short the game was but i mean once again 40 dollars 30 on amazon and it's supposed to be like eight to ten hours that's fine that's i mean you're getting worth that's uncharted one through three which was a 60 dollar game and you're getting that production value that you know naughty dog puts puts into their games right so if so i'm fine with that um no i'm excited uh i i really like the uncharted game playing like i said the uh the stories they tell so even though it's definitely not my favorite character by no means i would rather even have like a solely story or right, right. Or, or just make a make a 40-hour game about elena then i'm fine with that listen <laughs> you're getting another uncharted game just consider yourself blessed derek jesus christ yeah it's uh eh, it's kind of like almost bitter eh, i don't know how you'd word it like, Uncharted huh? 4, the ending was so good and the fan service was so good and it was supposed to be the last game. And, like, now this kind of, you know, was supposed to just be, like, single-player add-on and turned into its own game, and so... I don't right, know. Right. I, like, I, I kind of like the way Uncharted 4 ended much like I did The Last of Us, and I just kind of wish they would leave it at that, so... But what do I know? I'm buying both of them, so... I guess I'm to blame too. So that's fair. Um, and then Hellblade, I've been saying nothing but good things about it. I mean, I've seen, uh, cause I went to Steam to check mm-hmm. out like its its reviews. Um, it, I mean, overall, definitely, it's 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 positive. But you know, I mean, well, shit. I mean, you can pick any game. And you'll yeah. find negative reviews for it, but um, I mean, like the only things that I've seen are people. Some people have complained about it being a little repetitive, or you know, like j- just like the 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 normal things, and and typically that's from like people that have an hour at most into the game. Mm-hmm. I I never I never trust those reviews. Like if if you don't put a solid effort into playing a game which I don't feel I don't even I don't even feel like two hours you know that that's like like the cutoff like you can't play two hours like I don't think that's justification for unless for a bad review unless there's like core like the game core issues of the game like yeah yeah, if it doesn't work but I I agree but no, I mean, it, it's been positive, and, and to me, it looked like a very refreshing game. Well, I'm so, excited it's doing so well uh, for the soul sense and the fact that 
um, a more AAA looking game was made by, um, you know, 13 people and it seems to be selling well and have good reviews. Um, I think it's kind of a good thing for the industry because for a long time you had like those AA studios that made games that were just good, but you know, you didn't have like a ton of money put into it. I and, would really. Yeah. I, I, it's it's just going back to like uh, the uh, like a whole review system because it's something that I get really stuck on. But I would really like to see, um, and and, it, and it's so hard. Like, I would l- love for people to finish a game. Like, those are the people that I, I respect the most. Like, um, I've gone through in like various games that I've played, and like there will be people that are like, listen. I played through the entire game and this is what I thought of it. This is why I think that you like should or shouldn't get it. Um, it, It's something that like really bugs me about the whole, like you can review a game at any time. Cause Holy shit. I, I I can go on and buy a game right now, start it up and not even have like enough time for steam to recognize or not even that I can buy the game and it's in my, my library and I can write a fucking review for it. You can read a fucking article and then write a review for it. Right. Yeah. So I, I really appreciate people that even if they don't like something, it's very much the same way that I am with um, uh, animes. Like, I don't do it with games because if I don't like a game, I'm not going to put my time into playing it. But, like, um, I know there are people that have the same thing where it's like with an anime, if I start it, I'm going to finish it whether I like it or not. And, you know, I, I have a, a my anime list where you rate it and you can write a review. And once I'm done, I rate it and I give it re- a review. So I look for that in games. And, um, yeah, I mean, I've looked at uh, – I've gone through and I looked at some of the reviews of people that have played it all the way through. And I have not seen anybody that has over, you know – five hours in that game that said that they didn't like it cool cool uh yeah my point was is i like this middle ground of um a smaller studio working on it and these like middle price points because i think for a long time i would say like maybe the ps3 360 era it started changing uh either you had a triple a or an indie there was kind of no in between Right, right. Um, so the fact that like this, you know, it was like a, a small studio made it forty dollars. Um, even I'm not sure how many people worked on Uncharted: Lost Legacy, but forty dollar game like Middle Ground. Um, the last Ratchet and Clank game from Insomniac was fucking phenomenal. Forty dollar game like that middle, like triple right. A quality, but they don't have to worry about throwing all these bullet points on the box. Like we got multiplayer and co op and you know 30 hours of gameplay like they just make the game they want and sell it for 40 bucks because it is just a an experience that you go through that's shorter you know it's a 10 to 12 hour experience with no multiplayer and i'm fine with that well yeah and you know what what's like really refreshing it's you're seeing a lot of uh developer like small um either like sections of of like development companies or like upstarting people um mm-hmm. there's a game there's a game i think it's uh i can't remember the name of it right now but uh me and fickle are really excited about it and there's like 12 people that are working on it 
And uh, like, what's re- okay, uh, especially like these small companies that put the time and effort in, and that, like they're supported through Kickstarter, like Divinity Two or Divinity One and Divinity Two, like uh, the people that have played them, ninety nine point nine, they've. Uh, I think the first one had like an overwhelmingly positive positive and the second one hasn't even been fully released yet. They released 25% of the game and it's a very positive title and they were funded through Kickstarter, you know, with a, a like small company working on them. Like that's awesome. It is awesome. I, I have, we'll have to put Kickstarter as a topic someday. Cause there's also a lot of bad that comes with that, but <laughs> There, there is, but it, it's it's definitely one of those things. The reason I think it's refreshing is you have these small. They don't these small. A lot of them that aren't like big companies either. That mm-hmm. have the people that are passionate. Like you see, the community, like the gamers, they want this to come to life. So, you know, shit. Like people are anywhere from I think like uh, 20 to $10,000 on Kickstarter. And, you know, you have like rewards and stuff and like, that's cool. But, you know, it's, it's very much like these people that are passionate about making the game with people that are passionate about playing. But yeah, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, it's, it's super awesome. Um, I mean, once again, right. More, uh, a greater diversity and just a wider pool of interest for uh, just the game types that are released. So, I mean, kind of right. what we were talking about earlier, and it's awesome. It's an awesome time to be a gamer. It really is. I I agree. So, uh, you want to talk about what you've been playing at all? Yeah. Um. So, uh, speaking of Divinity... Uh, in the, like you know, in a month, Divinity Two is uh, about to come out. So me and Jake are uh, kind of making a uh, push to play through the first one again. And um, you know, it, it, that's been a blast. Uh, another example of a game that that was done right. And um, I mean, other than that, you know. Uh, Rocket League, the occasional. Uh, I haven't been putting as much time in Persona as I'd like, but no, I've been more than making up for you. <laughs> Holy fuck! <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna get into it. It's, it's one of those things like it's just getting better and better too, Hefty. Oh, yeah, like I, I come home from work and I'm like tired, so I want something that's gonna like capture my attention, but not something that like. Like, I want to be, like, rested and, like, like I'm going to sit down and I'm going to sock, like, an entire day into this. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I got you. I don't want to rob myself of the experience. I got you. But, no, I'm, I'm uh, and, you know, I know you've been playing a lot of Persona. A lot, yeah. Um, got back into the Starcrafts. Even today, I was playing some ranked. You getting your ass kicked? I think I'm like five <laughs> and five. So actually, better, bad, than actually. I better than I thought. And I think I lost my first three. And literally, like, 
overwhelmed, like mind not catching up stuff fast enough, fingers not working fast enough, because I mean the game's changed so much since I played it. Right, um, right. And I, I mean, I already have slow fingers, so. Um, no, I, I, I feel like coming back. I feel like the last, uh, like four or five games I played, I was a lot, a lot better just on overall playing the game, and I, I've been having fun even when I lose. So it's fun to get back into that. Good. Uh, I still gotta learn like build orders and shit like that, cause right now I'm just fucking free balling it. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, I feel. Um, yeah, pretty much just that persona. Uh, we played a lot of arcade games in StarCraft as well, which you should download it if just for that, because uh, they're a blast. Um, There's a lot of like just mods people make that are a lot of fun. They have nothing to do with the game itself. Right, right. Um, I think that's about it. If I just have like an hour or so, I'll hop on Patapon. Just play like a level or two. Realize how uh, music deficient I am. <laughs> but it's still fun. But outside that, yeah, that's about it. Nice. Uh, I don't think I got anything else. Football's getting either. closer. Zeke Football got is. suspended. <laughs> For six games. Um, outside that, yeah. Working out tickets to go to a Cowboys-Cardinals game. I still got to get plane tickets to go to TwitchCon. <laughs> When's that? Like October? October 14th? Yeah. It's coming up quick. Yeah. So we'll see. I want to find some tickets to... Find someone to go with me to go watch the Cowboys uh, out in their stadium. So nice, but yeah, I think that's about it. I think I'm good, Hefty. I think I am too. All right, well, to the three people listening to us, later's people. Have a good one.